Today is uh, Sunday morning, March 8th. This is uh, the Daf Yomi starting Masech Shabbos. Okay, Rabotai. <clears throat> Hope everybody had a nice see on Masech's Brachos. Um, and I'd like to uh, introduce Masech Shabbos by focusing on one of the most famous uh, statements made by Rishonim concerning the Melacha of Hotzah that it is Melacha Giru'ah and the several interpretations about why Hotzah is considered an inferior type of a Melacha um, because the whole first parak deals with Hotzah and there are several other prakim that touch on it extensively as well but first just a question about why Rabbi Yehuda Nasi decided to start Masecha Shabbos in general with Hotzah. Always uh, sometimes a little difficult to understand what was running through his mind uh, in uh, many Masechtos it's just like in the middle of a topic uh, or starts not with a rule but an exception to a rule like in Masechus Makos first Mishnah deals with a case where you don't do Kashizama why wouldn't you tell us the regular cases and then tell them that there's an exception because whatever it is it's very difficult so there are several uh, suggestions as to why he starts with uh, with Hotzah amongst all of the Malachas of Shabbos so Toysvah says um, that in his opinion it is the most frequent violation on Shabbos people get trapped they forget the things that are in their pocket and the Isra of Hotzah is the most popular one unfortunately and therefore Rabbi Yudanasi decided he has to share with us the halachos of Yitziah and Hachnasa immediately um, the Meiri says because amongst all of the halachos there is no melacha that is uh, allocated as much Talmudic discussion as there is for Hotzah in fact if you go to the seventh parak where they go through details of Malachos, some are two, three lines, uh, half a page at best. And in the seventh parak, you'll, you'll cover uh, ten Malachot in the span of uh, six or seven blocks. And here, uh, there is so much discussion about Hotzah, that's why he feels he selected that. The Gaon writes, it's on account of the fact that it's one of the melachot, if not the only one, that is mifurash in the Pasuk. And in fact, as we will see, there are two sources for Hotzah. Despite the fact that the overwhelming majority of melachot are not mentioned in the Torah, they're simply derived from the activity that takes place in the Beis HaMikdash. However, a couple of melachot, Eish, for example, Havara, Lo Savaru Eish, and then we'll see the sources that might be associated with. Um, oh, I have the source sheet in my car. Um, in your what? It's in the parking. In my spot. Yeah, it's in the back seat. You know how many miles are on it now? What? You know how many miles are on it now? <laughs> Thank you. So. Um, so since it is Mifurash Bikra, therefore uh, Rabbi Hudanasi found that this would be uh, a place to start. Um, one of the other Baliyat say uh, that 
it's in a malacha which the Mishnah itself in the first parrot will caution us not to, uh, to be careful of on Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos. The Mishnah will tell us, uh, a, uh, a tailor shall not go out with his needle. Because again, if you have something in your pocket, uh, on Friday afternoon, Shkia Sakama comes and you'll violate the Isur. Um, so therefore, since it already touches upon Friday afternoon, uh, he decides to uh, open up the discussion about a malacha uh, that has implications for Friday afternoon as well. The Pnei Yeshua suggests, because one of the two sources, as we will see, for the Isur of Hotzah is uh, found in Parshish Peshalach, in the context of the Man, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu teaches Am Yisrael not in the traditional fashion of how he taught all of the other malachot. All of the other malachot which HaKadosh Baruch Hu teaches is the standard way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells it to Moshe. Moshe speaks to Pinchas, Yehoshua and Elazar and they begin the transmission to all of Am Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not teach Shabbos that particular way. What did he do? He taught through show and tell. That's how HaKadosh Baruch Hu teaches Shabbos. Like he'd be teaching us in kindergarten. Show and tell. Um, that we're going to have the man. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, watch. There's going to be a double allotment on Friday. And do, there will be nothing on Shabbos. And he tells them, Al ish mimkomo bayom hashvi'i. Don't leave your house uh, looking for man on the seventh day. So since the Me'isar of Malacha, of Hotzah, is communicated before Matan Torah, therefore Rabbi Yehuda Nasi found it a favorite of his, and uh, uh, recorded the laws of Hotzah before um, <coughs> uh, anything else in Hilcha Shabbos. So now if you take the packet, so I want to uh, share with you, as I said, um, what prompted Chazal to, re- to ask the question, uh, to ask the question, why is Hotzah a Malacha Gerua? And it has halakha consequences as a result of the fact that it is Gerua, and we'll get to it in a second. So the first source that the Gemara will quote is on page one, it's in Parshish Vayakel. The Pasuk states, Vayitzav Moshe, Vayaviru kol b'machanelimor, Ish ve'isha al ya'asu od melacha l'trumas ha'kodesh, Vayikolei ha'om mehavi. Moshe makes, sends out an announcement that the appeal for the clay uh, ha'mishkan, for the utensils, uh, for the raw materials to build the Mishkan was incredibly successful. They have more than enough, and he sends out an announcement not to bring any longer. So the Gemara Darshans, where were Am Yisrael sending their uh, contributions from? From their camp, which is a Rabbin. Excuse me, a Rishusayachid. Your house is a Rishusayachid. Moshe Rabbeinu is sitting in Machne Levia. Machne Levia is Alpi Halacha, considered a Rosh Hashanah Why is it a Rosh Hashanah Because everybody comes to Moshe Rabbeinu to seek guidance and direction uh, how to uh, conduct themselves. So if they were to go ahead 
and bring something on Shabbos from a Roshus HaRabim to a Roshus HaYachid, that would be the source that you are not permitted to do so. And here he's telling them, do not come any longer um, from Roshus HaRabim into, from Roshus HaYachid into my Roshus HaRabim. Do not come any longer. How do we know that this uh, Pasuk was referring to Shabbos? We don't really know. And the Gemara just makes an assumption um, that he warned them uh, about Shabbos as well, but the carrying uh, episode took place from a Rosh Hashayachid to a Rosh Hashayachid. Just to define the terms, uh, according to a Doraisa law, a Rosh Hashayachid is something that is owned by... Um, it's not... Has, public has no access to, it's privately owned, it is at least four by four, four amos by four amos, and um, it has three walls on it. That's all it needs, middle rice is three walls. The Rabbanan said you have to have a lechi uh, on the fourth side as a heker, uh, but it's basically all you need is three walls on a Doraisa level. It has to be privately owned by property. No, it, it doesn't. But it, it, the public can't have access to it. If it's a structure and the public has access to it, that nullifies it as a Rosh Hashayat. So a wall around the city? Okay, that's, that's a good question. That's a good question. As to whether or not that would create, that would be a question to that. It might, it might, it might be right. It might be right. But uh, typically speaking... One of the demarcation lines is no access, Rishus Harabim, access. That's one of the demarca- demarcating lines. So that's a Rishus Hayachid. A Rishus Harabim is uh, a, uh, an area where the public has access to. It's at least 16 amot wide. 16 amot wide. Um, and it is what's called Mifulash. It goes... Uh, pretty much in a straight line from one end of the town to the other end of the town. Those are the three criteria according to the Rambam. And uh, good thing we don't paskin like him. There is Rashi's opinion, which Shulchan Aruch has accepted, that in addition to those three, it has to have 600,000 people trespassing daily. Uh, that's the definition of a Rishus Hayachid. So, Rishus uh, Rabbim, excuse me. Then there also is a requirement by Hotzah that in order to be Chayav, you have to do the Malacha in its entirety, Akira and Hanacha. Both are required in order to generate the Chayav. I, the single individual, have to pick it up from one domain and bring it into another domain. On a pure Da'oraisa text level, the only Isurim Da'oraisa of Hotzah is from Rishus Hayachid to Rishus Arabim or Rishus Arabim to Rishus Hayachid. There is a halacha l'mayshimisinai that carrying in a Rishus Harabim, Dalit Amos, is also under the Isur of Hotzah. I pick up something at point A, I transport it at least Dalit Amos in the Rishus Harabim and I put it down. That's not included in Tarvish Abiksav. That is a halachalom meishimisinai. That it's included in the Iser of uh, Hotza'a. So um, this is um, um, so the first pasuk that the Gemara gives is this pasuk here. If you go to page two, there is the other pasuk which the Gemara gives. 
and this is the one we just mentioned in Parshas Peshalach. Ru'u ki Hashem nasan lachem ashabas al kainu nosein lachem bayom hashvi lechem yomayim. On the sixth day, Hakadosh Baruch Hu will give you two days worth of bread. Shvu ish tachtav, stay put in your house. Al yetsi ish mimkomo bayom hashvi. You will not leave your place on the seventh day. Now we shine and point out that there is um, some debate as to what this particular pasuk is referring to. Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion that this pasuk applies to Tchumen, not to the Isra of Hotzah. Al Yetzayish Mim Komo from your locale and remain in within your locale on Shabbos. Um, Many believe that Al Yetzayish Mimkomo is only, that Tchumen Ejenet was only the Rabbanan. It is not an Isidoraisa. Um, however, <coughs> uh, most Rishonim say that this Pasuk uh, is also to be understood in the context of Hotzah. Um, uh, even though it says Al Yetzayish Mimkomo, which seems to be that you. Uh, are not allowed to focus on you, not anything that you are carrying. You are not permitted to go out from your makom, which is exactly what um, the Isra of Tchumen is. You have a locale, you can't go beyond that locale. Nonetheless, they say um, that it's, um, that it's uh, including an Isra of Hotzah as well. So the question which bothers all Rishonim are the following. One, why would I need two psukim to formulate the halacha of Hotzah? It's bad enough that there are no psukim for 90% of the malachas. No psukim. And here all of a sudden, not only do I have one, I have two sources to teach me Hotzah. Why would I need that? I, I, I know it's up, but it's understood to include... Um, especially if you believe, as most Tanoim do, and the way we paskin, that Tchumen is only the Rabbanah. So, what is the Pasuk then referring to? Al Then you have no choice but to claim that it's a reference to Otsar, despite the fact that it's not formulated as uh, clearly as we would have hoped for. So, the, that's question number one. Question number two. The Mishnah will be ma'arich in its case to describe Isra from two vantage points. It describes a case of an individual who is uh, in need of sustenance and he comes to your window or your door and the, the Mishnah will read the Mishnah, very famous Mishnah, where the Ani uh, um, will, will stick his hand in or, um, and give him a, a, a basket and uh, you know uh, and if there, so he'll bring the basket in and then the, he'll put it down so the Ani did the Akira in the Rosh Hashanah and he made the Hanacha in the Rosh Hashanah or if the Balabayis is giving him something so the Balabayis t- has something in his hand has a Cholent in his hand, a Cholent pot and he picks it up in the Rosh Hashayachet, that's the Akira, he puts it down in the, um, in the, in the uh, Ani's hand, which is the Rosh Hashayachet. So Rosh asks, why do you need such illustrations, details, about the principle of Otsar? 
you could illustrate it with one of them just as well that there is an acquirement from an Akira in one domain and a Hanacha in the other domain by the exact same person yet the Mishnah doesn't suffice with teaching us from either from the Ani's perspective or from the uh, Balabayas' perspective so if you're going to tell me well one initiates the Akira in the Rosh Hashayachid and the other one uh, initiates the Akira in the Rosh Hashayachid so they all say Bali Rosh Hashayachid what difference does it make if the definition of the Isur is to transfer domains what difference does it make which, way, which direction you're going so based on that Toysvis right here in our Toysvis um, <coughs> It's Tosis Bedibar Amaskel Pashat Balabayis Yado in the third or fourth line. The third line it says Venirulari the Itzrech laAshmiinan Mishum the Hautsa Malacha Geruahi the Mali Motzi Mirushus Hayachid Mirushus Arabim Mali Motzi Mirushus Hayachid Mirushus Arabim Mirushus Hayachid. What difference does it make? And if we only had one of them, I would have thought that you cannot extend the principle to the other. Had the Mishnah only quoted the case of the Ani, then I would believe that the Isra Hotzah is limited only when you go from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Had I only had the case of the Balabayas, I would think that the Isra Hotzah only goes from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. So uh, the Mishnah has to take care and say, no, all of these are included. Um, why? Because Hotza is Melacha Gerua. Um, it doesn't really tell us why it's Melacha Gerua. It just tells us the conclusion that we reach. Since it's necessary to teach us all of the halachos in both directions, I know that I cannot learn one from the other, and I need specific teachings about it, and as a result, I now label it as a malacha gerua. But it doesn't tell me fundamentally why it's a malacha gerua. That Taisus does not do. The Ramban and the Rashba, if we now move along, yeah. So, just to show you uh, how the Pasuk on page 3, the Gemara and Shabbos, Daf Tzadik Vav and I focused at it because I know your volumes don't go up to Tzadik Vav if you're using the art scroll. Um, I, I don't know, but I assume it doesn't go all the way to Tzadik Vav. So, the Gemara says the name of Rabbi Yechanan. Amar Rabbi Yechanan. The Amakra Vayitzav Moshe Vayaviru Kol Bamachane. Moshe Hechen Hevi Yosiv. The Machne Levia, U Machne Levia, Rishus Arabim Eved, VeKaomal LeYisrael Lo Tapiku VeTesu Me Rishus Ayachid Ditchu Lo Rishus Arabim. I don't want you to come any longer <coughs> uh, from the Rishus Ayachid to the Rishus Arabim to my location. U Mai the Shabbos Heavy. How do I know that this was on Shabbos? Dilma Bechol Koi. Maybe this was a Tuesday. Umishum the Shlima La Malacha, because as the Pasuk indicates, uh, they had plenty of raw materials. Kidachsiv, the Hamalacha, Hoysadayab. Answers the Gemara, Gamar Havara Havara Miyom Kippur. Because I compare the word Vayaviru Kol Bamachane and use that, find that phrase in, um, 
in, in Parshas Bahar concerning the mitzvah of Yovel, when you blow, which you blow shofar on Yom Kippur. Gomer Havar of Yom Kippur. Ksiv Hachavayaviru Kol Bamachaneh, Uksiv Hasam, Vahavarta Shofar Trua. Ma lahalan biyom asur, just as on that day we're blowing the shofar and it says vahaavarta on a day in which hotza is prohibited. Afkan biyom asur, here too it's on a day in which uh, carrying is prohibited. Okay, that's how the Gemara uses. That's the primary source to teach us the isur of hotza. Yeah, what? It's it, no, it's 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 a it's a, it's, it's a typical drushas chazal. That's all. Yeah. <clears throat> now, go to page four, and the Taishas Harash elaborates a little about why it's Malacha Grua. Tysus did. No, because he wants to show that it's inferior in status mm-hmm. to night to thirty-eight other malachos. Oh, that's so it's oh it's Right. No, it's yeah. Here it means inferior in status uh, to all the other thirty-eight malachos. All the thirty-eight malachos have come uh, are on uh, common ground. The malacha of Hotzah is somewhat an inferior malacha. <clears throat> That's what Taisa says. And therefore it needs more sources. Because all the other malachos, once you establish the principle, you apply that principle to all of the contingent cases. Here, since it's not as qualitatively something readily understood as prohibited on Shabbos, you can't learn one detail from the next detail. That's what it means, uh, Malacha Grua. Yeah. So, <clears throat> he asks the question, uh, <clears throat> and he says, it's very similar, on line 2, V'nira lefishi Malacha Grua kedifrishis, v'lo hevegamir hotza'a shel zeh, mehotza'a shel zeh, lahachi itztriku trei kroi v'hotza'a. Therefore I need two separate psukim um, because as we said you cannot learn uh, one from the other. Go to page 5 and you have the Ramban. He offers something else. Vim taimar kra gufayu lomali Why do I need a separate pasuk for hotza and I can't just rely on who needs any psukim? Forget about two. Why did the Torah have to stipulate one of the uh, prohibitions? For example, in relationship to Havara, the Gemara asks that question. Why did the Torah have to single out Havara? And one opinion is, You know why I singled out Havara? Because there's no skila when you uh, turn on a fire on Shabbos. Only Malkus. So since it's different in, uh, than all the other 38 Malachos, we understand why the Torah has to mention it specifically. But Hotzah, the punishment for Hotzah is the same. So aside the fact, asks the Ramban, why do I need 
uh, two psukim, why do I need any psukim for hotzah? Tzrichi, salkedaita chamina, hotzah chitushu, sheberushus hayachid, mutar lisa masagado. If I am here and I ask you, you know what? Can you please take all of the chairs from the base medrash and bring them downstairs? And the elevator is broken. On Shabbos, you can't use the elevator. It's not the Shabbos elevator. Let's, so, are you allowed to take all these chairs and take them downstairs on Shabbos? Of course you can. Nothing wrong with it. The imhotzi l'rushus harabim kigrogerus chayev. If you carry out just a little item, the size of a grogerus, the size of a date, under those circumstances, if you carry it outside, you're chayev already. Does that make any sense, says the Ramban? If you focus on that the nature of the Isur of Masa, the nature of the Isur of Atzah is focusing on the Masa. What doesn't the Torah want from us on Shabbos? What doesn't the Torah want us to do? <clears throat> it, doesn't, it focuses on the items. It doesn't want an item transported from point A to point B. So if I ask you to take 550 chairs from point A to point B, as long as it's in a Moshe fine and dandy. No violation whatsoever. And here I take a little date and I just open up the door and I go outside. Does that make any sense to you? If the focus of the Isur is um, uh, Masa on Shabbos. I don't want you carrying things on Shabbos. <coughs> Says the Ramban. That's why um, All other Malachos, once you define the Malacha, it has no secondary uh, requirement in order to violate. Here, I can be carrying that date all along in my house for, 40, for 24 hours of Shabbos and violate nothing. I have to take a step outside. So again, these unusual details in comparison to all other malachos is what the Ramban sparks the Ramban to say. That's why Hotza has been defined as a malacha gerua. If you now move to page 6. The Rashba pretty much follows the Ramban in his uh, description. So we'll just, uh, let's see if he adds anything. Not really. Okay, but the Sam Seifer on page seven definitely adds something, and he says, "No other malacha does it make a difference where you're doing the malacha." You can do any malacha in Rishus HaYachid and any malacha in Rishus HaRabim and you'll violate the prohibition. Very similar to uh, what he said as well. 
So the um, yeah. So rule it there means that it's it's missing an extra factor. It's not just what you're doing, but where you're doing. That's correct. That's it's not. It's the the malacha cannot be framed simply by your action of what you're doing at this minute. It can't be framed by what you're doing at this particular minute. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in general, there is a, a, a famous Chakira in all of the Achrayinim as to how to look at the nature of the Yisur Vatsah. Is it, as we just said, the focus of the Yisur is the Masa? Is the Masa. You're not supposed to be carrying things. And there's a detail, where are you not supposed to carry them? From Mishasayacha to Mishasarabba. But the focus is on the Masa. Others say, no. The Isur, the definition of the Isur is not the Masa. The Isur of the definition is changing Rishuyot. That's, but you have to have something in your, so the detail is, you have to take something with you. But what the Torah is concerned with is not carrying things around. Not the way the Ramban and the Rashba wrote. The Isur is carrying things around. So I want to know what difference does it make if you carry it within a Rosh Hashayachid or not. Uh, so that's what the others say no. It's not the focus on the carrying. The focus is not going uh, from Rosh Hashayachid to Rosh Hashayachid or, ver- or vice versa. And the criteria is that in order to violate, you have to have something in your hand. Um, so that might uh, explain some of the different explanations about why it is Melacha Garua. I'll give you one practical Halacha which, which emerges from this. There is a, an Easter on Shabbos called to be Nene from Melacha Shabbos. That if somebody does something um, on a Da'araisa level even, if a Jew does a malacha on Shabbos, you are not permitted to be nene from that malacha. So many, many years ago, before Renat started, I was a member of Bnei Yishirin, and there was an NCSY Shabbat, Shabbaton in Bnei Yishirin, and the guy um, who was driving all the food for the Shabbaton, there was, got stuck, there was traffic on the New Jersey Turnpike, and he pulled into the driveway in Bnei Yishirin after Tzeis Okay, he was a 19-year-old kid. He didn't know that he was supposed to not drive on Shabbos. Okay, I can't blame him. Not worried. The question was, can you use the food on Shabbos or not? So Rabbi Gordon, as a Chorin at that time, asked everybody in shul to remain after Mariv. And he would have a little discussion to see whether you're allowed to or you're not allowed to. And if you were not allowed to, he was going to ask every person to take home a couple of kids and uh, feed them for Shabbos. Okay? So he asked me and Dr. Zalewski to, to come and look, look things. You open up the Shulchan Aruch, it just says, Melacha Shinasa B'Shabbos is Asr, you can't use it a whole Shabbos. No one can use it a whole Shabbos. No buts, ifs, buts, and when. You look at the Mishnah Brura, you look at it, you look at for a hat there, any place you can find. Of all places, the Chayadam. Somebody who's not generally Mekil, is normally Machner. And Chayadam says that the Isur of Den and Melecha Shabbos applies to 38 Melechas, not to Hotzah. 
Because Hotzah is Melacha Gerua. That's what the Chay Adam says. And in explaining it, it's the following. He said, um, and that's a more sophisticated, and many, he, he quotes Rishayinim, all other 38 Melachos actually have a constructive element in creating the Melacha and changing the product, making it improved from stage A to stage B to stage C. The Easter of Hotzah does not improve the product, a kihuzeh. The product is completed. All it does is take the completed product and put it from point A to point B. But there is no intrinsic change in the, in the heftza of the malacha, of, of, the, of the chayfetz. Therefore said the, um, the chayadam, so the malacha didn't enhance, the malacha that was done did not create the product, all the food was cooked already. All it did was change it from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Chayadam was matirit. So we announced everybody can go home. They emptied the truck and they used it. Yeah. Well, then how are you going to get it into the house? Okay. Yeah. He could, he could have done that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he would be he would have made the akira and the rishasarabim on the turnpike. And then the Hanacha on, in the Carmelis. Yeah, it would only be an Isidur Rabbana. Correct. Yeah. But he, okay, this is what happened. Those were the facts. He drove it into the parking lot. Well, then you can say that the fact that he, he, that he came into the parking lot as opposed to parking in the Carmelis, nobody was nanet from him coming into the parking lot. He won't nanet. The food was on a Rishasar Rabbim. Now it's going into Rishasar Yachid. That's why. What? Was the parking lot one? Um, uh, it's a good question. Good question. <coughs> Anyhow, just just saying, it's a fame. Okay, yes, let's go. We got to learn the Gemara at least, just for a couple of minutes. I have a couple of more things, but let's try to learn the that. Yeah. If you want to see about that machloikis, what the Yisra is, you check Rav Moshe has in his commentary, Dibros Moshe, if you have Rav he has a long entry at the beginning of Masech Shabbos. Okay, says the Mishnah, Yitzhiyas HaShabbos, Shtayim Shein Arba Bifnim, Ushtayim Shein Arba Bachutz. In terms of carrying on Shabbos, there are two cases that uh, wind up with uh, four there are four cases uh, when you are inside. Ushtaim shein arba bachutz. Kain keitzah. Heoni omed bachutz ubalabayis bifnim. Pashat haoni es yado lifnim vinasan lusoch yado shel balabayis. The oni takes brings has something in his hand and he puts it into the hand of the balabayis. O shenatal mitocha or. Um, the balabais has, um, or um, the balabais has something in his hand, and the ani picks it up from the hand of the balabais and takes it outside. The hotzi chayav u balabais In each of those cases, balabais is pater. 
Poshat Balabayas is Yado Luchutz, Vinasan Lusoch Yado Shalani, the Balabayas puts it into the hands of the Yoni, Oshinotal Misocha, Vihichnis Balabayas, or he took it uh, from the Yoni, and um, the Balabayas brought it inside, Balabayas Chayev, Vehaoni Potter. However, Poshat Heoni is Yado Lufnim. If the Ani puts his hand inside with the item, the basket that he needs, Vinatal Balabayas Mitocha, and the Balabayas took it out of the Ani's hand, so the, Balab- the Ani made the Akira, the Balabayas made the Hanacha. O Shinosan Litocha, or uh, he uh, put something in his hand. Um, the Balabais put something in the Ani's hand and then the Ani uh, took it outside. So the Balabais made the Akira, the Ani outside made the Hanacha, the Hotzi, Shneim Pturin. Because the Halacha is by Hilcha Shabbos, Shnaim Shasu. If two people engage in the performance of a Malacha, both of them are Pater. Pashat Balabais is Yado, Lichutz. If the Balabayas sticks his hand outside and the Ani takes it from him, or the Balabayas puts it into his hand, and he brings it inside, Peturim. So now the Gemara says, Tanan. Tanan Hasam, Shvuashtayim Shehinarba. There are. <coughs> Two types of shvuos that wind up to be four cases. Um, the, yeah. So there are by shvuos you have what's called shvuos bitui lehora or lehitiv. I can take a shvua that I am going to do something, or I can take a shvua that I will not do something. So in uh, each case, there are two ways of violating uh, the shvua. I can say, uh, I will eat, and what? And I don't eat. I can say, I won't eat, and I do eat. So uh, there are various manifestations of shvuas bitui. So the Gemishna just uses the phrase simply, shtayim shehen arba. Yediyos hatuma, shtayim shehen arba. The Mishnah there is talking about korban oleviyoreid, a korban which depends on how wealthy you are. Normally, there is only one size fits all for a korban chatos, for example. Everybody has to, no matter whether you're wealthy or not, you have to bring the same thing. There are a couple of transgressions, most of them by toma, where you have oleviyoreid. If you are wealthy, you bring an animal. If you are poor, less so wealthy, you bring a bird. If you are very poor, you bring uh, a korban mincha. So uh, there are uh, cases of yediya satoma shnayin chein arba. The key to toma is that it, for these cases, you have to be aware of the fact that either you are tamei and you walked into the Mikdash in a state of Tama, or that you're eating something that is Tameh. You're not allowed to eat Ma'cholos uh, Tameim, which are Kachim. Kachim Shinitmu, you're not allowed to eat. So in order for the laws of Korban Olav Yore to apply, it's not just the way I described it. You have to know that what? That it became Tameh, or that you are Tameh. Then 
you have to have forgotten about it. Forgotten about it. I, I, I forgot that this carbon was Tameh. Or, I forgot that I was Tameh. And then, um, um, then, when I walk in, what happens? I realize that what? I was Tameh or the item was Tameh. It requires Yediyah, He'elem, and Yediyah in order to be available for the Parsha of um, for the Parsha of Korban Oleviyored. Maros Nigaim Shnaim Shehin Dalid. So in the Torah, the Torah only explains um, two types of primary uh, Nigaim, as Rashi uh, tells us. There is only Se'es and Sapachas. Se'es and Baharis, excuse me. Se'es and Baharis. Sapachas is either one of the two. It's either a darker or a lighter shade of Se'es, or a darker or a lighter shade of, of Baharis. But there is no independent um, uh, 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 nega of Sapachas. So each one, the Se'es and the Sapachas, are Shtayim, which wind up with four cases. The Se'es itself, and then um, lighter and darker, and so on and so forth. So the point is, the way the Mishnah formulates it is simply, Shtayim Shein Arba. And then the last thing at that list is, Yitzias HaShabbos, Shtayim Shein Arba. Without all of the uh, elaborations, the way our Mishnah has. Asks the Gemara, why didn't our Mishnah just do the same thing? Yitzias HaShabbos, Shtayim Shein Arba. What do we need the Ketzad for? To go through all of the cases. In that Mishnah, where you illustrate that there are commonality amongst various areas of halacha, of Shtayim Shein Arba, all you do is list the case. You don't elaborate on each one. Answers the Gemara. Here we're learning Mesecha Shabbos. So if we're learning Mesecha Shabbos, Rabbi Udanasi decides to elaborate in great detail and give you illustrations in the Mishnah itself, both from the Ani's vantage point and the Balabayas' vantage point. So as a result... Um, Visulo. Hacha... Here, the Gemara later tells us that the only Av of the Isra of Hotzah is um, Hotzah. Hachnasa, taking something from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah is only a tolda. Only a tolda. So here, the Mishnah elaborates because we're dealing with Masech Shabbos. So I'll tell you all the cases in both directions. However, um, there, where we're not the Hasam, the Lavik of Shabbos, Avos Tani, Toldos Lotani. Tani Avos, Mai Nihu, Yitzios. The Yitzios Trehavyon. There are two cases of 
of Yitzios. If you would like to suggest that uh, what the Mishnah means, Stein Chain Arba, it means that we're focusing completely on Hotza'a. But there are some Hotza'as which you are Chayiv, and some Hotza'as which you are Pater, depending on who does the entire Akira and Hanacha. Says the Gemara, that can't be. So therefore, you cannot necessarily say that the reason why Rabbi Yudanasi elaborates here is on account of the fact that he's teaching us avos and toldos. That there, we're, here where we're talking about Hilcha Shabbos, he tells you not only the cases where you are Chayev, but the cases where you are Pater as well. There, in Masech Shvuas, where we're not talking about Masech Shabbos, he lists only those cases which are Chayev and not those that are Pater. Mainihu. <coughs> Chiyuve Mainihu, what are the obligations, what are the cases of Chiyuv? Yitzios. Yitzios, Tarte Havyan, Shtayim de Hotza, Ushtayim de Hachnasa. The two split into four um, two of Hotza and two of Hachnasa. Asked the Gemara, what do you mean, Va Yitzios, Ketani? You just told me that in, uh, in Maseches Shvuas, the only thing that they refer to are Yitzios. And now you explain the Shtayim Shehein Arba having two Yitzios and two Hachnasos. Elama Ravashi, Tana Hachnasa Nami Hotza The Tana does not, even though Hachnasa is a tolda, it identifies Hachnasa by the word Hotza'a. So you can say, Yitzias HaShabbos, Shtayin Shein Arba. That's all you can say. And what does that refer to? The cases of Chiyuv that will result two from Hotza'a and two from Hachnasa, which you are Chayav. Shtayin Shein Arba. Even though two of the cases are Hachnasa, you call them Yitzios because they're all accomplishing the exact same objective. Hence, uh, that's why the Mishnah there uh, says, Shtayim Shein Arba, we're focusing only on Yitzios, only of the cases of Chiyuv, and not the cases of Ptur. Here by Hilcha Shabbos, I give you not only the cases of Chiyuv, but the cases of Ptur as well. Asks the Gemara, Mimai, Midisnan, Hamotzi, Mirushus, Lurushus, Chayim. How do I know that the Tana refers to Hotza'a and Hachnasa by the exact same word? Hotza'a. Answers the Gemara, because the Mishnah says, Hamotzi, Mirushus, Lurushus, Chayim. Mi lo askinon de Koma'ayel, Mirushus, Arabel, Lurushus, Hayachid. Are we not talking about a case where somebody is bringing something in from a Rishus Arabim to a Rishus Hayachid? That, in my language, is Hachnasa. And yet, how does the Gemara identify that particular case? As Yitziah. V'karilei Hotzah. V'taimamai, kol akiras chefetz mimkomo tana tana hotzah karilei. 
Any time you move any object from one domain to the next domain, how does the Tana identify such a case as Hotza? Fine. Amaravina Masnitin Namideka. You can make the exact same inference from our Mishnah. The um, Katani Yitzios. Uh, the Mishnah says, starts with the word Yitzios HaShabbos. And two seconds later, what does the Mishnah explain? A case of Hachnasa. Where the Ani puts his hand into the Rishosh of the Balabais. He's in the Rishosh And yet, it's a case of Hachnasa, and yet the Mishnah identifies it as Yitziah. And as a result, um, that's, uh, that's not a problem whatsoever. So whenever the word Yitzia is found, it can include Hachnasa as well, despite the fact that Hachnasa is only a tolda, not the Av. Rava Omar Rishuyos Kitani. Rava says that the point of our Mishnah is focusing on not the Maisa Hotza and the Maisa Hachnasa, but highlighting Rishuyos. That Rishuyos, Shabbos, Shtayin, Shehein Arba. That there are two Rishuyos on a Da'oraisa level, two Rishuyos, Rishus Hayachin and Rishus Arabim. The Rabbanan added two others. Uh, one is uh, a Carmelis, which is defined quite simply as not a Rishus Hayachid, not a Rishus Arabim. Something that is not a Rishus Hayachid, not a Rishus Arabim, is a Carmelis. And then, Mokum Ptur. Mokum Ptur is something that is less than uh, four Amos and uh, various criteria. A famous example of that is a, is a uh, fire hydrant. Everybody says a fire hydrant is a Mokum Ptur. Okay, fine. So there are two Rishuyot on a Da'oraisa level, Rishusayach and Rishusarabim, and then two others which the Rabbanon added. What? It's, it's less, it is ten Fachim, that's just it. It's ten Fachim high, but less than uh, uh, four Amos wide. That's why it is, uh, that's why it's a Makhim So, fine. So the mission is not even talking about, according to Rava, the mission is not even talking about Hachnasa and Hotzah in the first place. It's telling us, Shtayim Shein Arba, that the Easter of Hotzah can only take place in Midda Oraisa, a Rushus Hayachid and Rushus Arabim transfer, that's Shtayim, Shehein Arba, which now spins off to two others, during which either it's Asur Midrabanan or um, it is completely uh, Patu. That's the mission of What? That's the mission of Yes. All right, we'll stop here. Yeah.